In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. And in the Bible, whenever God starts out to do a great work, he almost always starts with men. From men in the arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here with my buddy, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? Doing good, Jim. E. Oh, gosh. Oh, I was in Wyoming, and (laughs) my board member's daughters started calling me Jimmy. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. (laughs) She just looked at me and stare like, Jimmy, and laugh like, you're not a Jimmy, but I'm going to call you Jimmy anyway. (laughs) Anyway, I actually like being called Jimmy. I actually like it better than Jim. I grew up being called Jimmy, so so you can't hurt me, buddy. You can't hurt me, man. Hey, uh, you got a man law? Men need to prioritize your life so that rest is a part of it. And uh, you need to do that so that you're fresh when your family's around. And if you don't have rest, then you're going to crash and burn. And they need you to be ready to take on what comes their way. You know, it's interesting. I've been reading in the book. I've been reading the book of Ecclesiastes, which is probably my favorite new uh, Old Testament book. And uh, you know, Solomon at the end of his life is just kind of saying it's all like chasing after the wind. Mm-hmm. And all the hard work we do, and all the 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 things we do to to for what? to make a name for ourselves and have power and authority, we all started in the same place. We all end up in the same place, in the dirt. And uh, you know what? We're about a generation away from not being remembered at all. <laughs> and uh, you know, I just thought it was really encouraging. It sounds melancholy, but I was encouraged. But Man, I think sometimes we're working so hard and not enjoying life. And enjoy the journey. I, I just don't think it's worth it. And so we yeah. need to enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, if people want to brag about being busy, you know what? Let them. We we know better. We know that mm-hmm. there's a, the lie in that. And so no, I like that, man. Take your rest. Take every vacation day you're given by your boss. Take every PTO day and take every and 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 take the time where you're supposed to work. Work hard and then go home. How many counseling appointments have you uh, done for guys who never took a break? That were well, going how many how many marriages are dis- yeah. destroyed because That's of what that? I mean. a lot? Yeah. So anyway, uh, hey, I want to talk about something today that is really close to my heart right now. And when I was in Wyoming speaking, uh, they said, "Well, what do you want to talk about?" And I said, "You know what's been on my heart? The fact that men carry loads." In Numbers eighteen, you've got these these guys that were priests. And these guys were, you know, the tribes of Israel, they were all ready to fight. But all of a sudden, you know, Moses just says, okay, you guys over here, you Levites, you're no longer warriors, you're priests. And within that that group of Levites, he designated a certain clan, and their whole job as priests was to carry things. 
That was their job. They just carried things. I would have been so good at that. <laughs> I don't do a lot well, but man, I can carry stuff. Anyway, um, so that was their role. And I thought, you know, that's how men are. We carry things. So I want to share uh, with you guys listening the six things that men carry. And I shared this stuff with the men of Summit Church in Buffalo, Wyoming, and I, I thought it was really good stuff. And so I'm just going to kind of do a flyby over this stuff. The first thing, if you're a man in the arena and you're listening to this podcast, you're an arena man. You are a guy who carries the cross. You're you're a you know forget this word Christian. You're a guy who has made Jesus your Savior and your Lord. You know Paul said, uh, "I've been crucified with Christ." Galatians two twenty. I therefore I no longer live, but Jesus Christ now lives in me. This life I live in the flesh, I live for the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself up for me. And it's about carrying your cross. It's about dying to yourself. You can't. You know, your family will not win if you refuse to die. You need to die to yourself and your needs. You know, we die earlier than our wives statistically. It's just the way it is because we're willing to die every day. You know what's really interesting, Dale? A Hurricane Dorian is just blasting through the East Coast, right? And I'm watching this on the news. And, you know, I've watched quite a bit of news. And, you know, I've not seen one single woman going out in their jet ski and boat trying to save other people. Do you know that? 100% of the people I see being rescue, rescuing others are men. And one guy said, they interviewed him, and they said, how many people are out there? And it's storming, and they're knee-deep in water. The reporter's actually knee-deep in water. And the guy says, hundreds. And he said, mm. when are you going to stop? And he said, not till everyone is saved. Mm. And see, that's what men do. Men are willing to sacrifice. I'm not saying women aren't. I'm not saying women, but see, men step up. When, when there is a sacrifice to be made, when there is a life to be saved, men are the first to say, I'm in, I'm doing it, I'm going. And I really appreciate that about manhood. And so we're willing to carry the cross. We're willing to die. We have to be willing to do that. Second thing, carry the mantle of manhood. You know, really interesting. I had the men of Wyoming, and, and myself included, carry a 15, 10 to 15-pound rock to the camp. And I'll tell you, I felt that. There was an added burden when you've already got a 40-pound pack that you're carrying this rock. It really makes a difference over time. And I was reading the book of Acts chapter 2, verses 12 through 24, which is Peter's first sermon when 3,000 people came to Christ. And two times in that sermon it says, Peter, you know, the, the Holy Spirit came and people were speaking in tongues. They're speaking in other languages so that all of the people who have made the pilgrimage to Jerusalem, can now hear uh, the proclamation of God in their own language, right? Well, some people who are skeptical said, oh, these guys are just drunk, right? The Bible says, Peter, standing with the eleven, said, men of Israel. Well, then he went on a few verses later, and he said, men of Judea. And I thought it was really interesting, because the first sermon ever given in the name of Jesus that saw 3,000 saved, Peter's sole focus was men. And in the Bible, whenever God starts out to do a great work, he almost always starts with men. And I want to say this, there is a mantle, men, that you carry, that if you get it, everyone wins. You have to pick up that mantle. It's a heavier burden than our beautiful counterpart wives. It's a heavy burden, but it's not Not everybody can carry the burden of manhood. Many, many, many. I think the majority of people today, males, have surrendered the mantle of manhood for the anonymity of staying in the bleachers and maintaining their Peter Pan syndrome and being a male. And so, guys, pick up the mantle because it starts with you. Men are the problem. 
Men are the solution. Men. Number three, carry light. You know, Matthew writes in Matthew eleven thirty, where Jesus says, you know, take my burden because my burden is easy and my yoke is light. And William Barclay uh, commentary, I love his commentaries. He tells a, a legend of Jesus. Legend has it that Jesus was a carpenter, but his expertise was in building yokes. And, you know, a yoke is where the oxen work together and plow a field. You want to have a, create a perfect balance. And the better the balance of the yoke, the lighter the burden is for the animals. And so legend has it that Jesus, to market his master yoke building above his shop, said, my burden is easy and my yoke is light. And I think that's really important to understand, guys, that we, as we travel through this world carrying the mantle of manhood, the yoke of manhood, we need to lighten our load at all. If, if at all we, need to, we need to lighten our load if at all possible, which means we need to forgive those who have hurt us. We need to release those who have wounded us. We need to uh, find freedom from any of our addictions or bad habits. We need to be men who are free, who are light, who can travel through this thing called life, carrying this added burden of manhood. Number four, carry the cup of blessing. I don't know if you guys know this, but you are a container of power, guys. In Matthew 17, verses 1 through 5, God speaks uh, one of his three times audibly in the New Test, in the in the gospel. So, And two of the three times that the Father speaks audibly, he says virtually the same thing. Of Jesus, he says, this is my son, who I love, in him I am well pleased. And so what I want to say, guys, is we carry, part of what men carry is the cup of blessing. You have some unconditional gifts that you need to pour out on those you love. Lavish I love yous. Say I love you until it is boring. And the other thing is you have the unconditional gift to give that your sons and daughters belong to you. I call my sons sons. I don't address them by their first name very often. I say son all the time or daughter all the time or granddaughter all the time. My son Darby just got engaged, and I, I got to tell Libby, his fiance. I said, I'm so excited to have you as my daughter, and I will treat you. I told her this just as one of my own. You are my daughter. And so I think these are unconditional gifts that men can give to those they love that says you belong to me, and I love you, and we have to lavish that and pour that blessing on them. You have the—and you know what we learned from our Golden Gordon Dalby podcast, that women discover their beauty as women not through their mother, but through their father. And there's a desperate need for dads to lavish that upon their daughters. Next thing, number five, carry your brother's burdens, and that's Galatians 6.2. Carry each other's burdens. This way, fulfill the law of Christ. My question, guys, is this. Who is your 2 a.m. friend? So if something went south in your life and you were stuck and you needed someone to call, who are those guys that you would call? Be honest. If you don't have a 2 a.m. friend and you're a follower of Jesus, man, guys, I would really encourage you to find one. We need to have that guy in our life. One of the things we did in Wyoming, we had done 26 miles of hiking backpacking in, in two and a half days, and we're two miles from the end of the trail, and this was our challenge, and we had the guys race. We had four guys take one guy and carry him for 150 yards in a race, and it was funny because uh, two of the three teams decided they weren't going to split it up. They were going to have one guy carry another guy, and the rest would follow, 
And it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen before in my life. This guy's got, uh, his name was Dusty, and he's carrying a guy named Cody. And they're both about 150-pound guys. And Cody's got his legs over the top of Dusty's shoulders, but he's facing him, so Cody's face is right in Dusty's butt crack. <laughs> and it was the funniest <laughs> thing to watch Cody's face just bounce in and out of this guy's butt crack for like 150 yards. They won the race. I mean, it was pretty impressive. But I thought, man, sometimes when you're carrying your brother, it gets stinky up there. You know, <laughs> It can be a stinky deal because when you're carrying somebody's burden, that means something has gone south and they need your help. And so we have to be willing to carry each other's burdens. We need to be a 2 a.m. friend for somebody. We need to have a 2 a.m. friend. And the last thing is this, carry your presence. In John chapter 4, verses 1 through 8, we see Jesus at the well of Sishar. He's talking to a woman. The Bible says he had just got done walking through, through Judea. Now he's in Samaria. He's probably walked 20 to 30 miles in Birkenstocks. The Bible says he's sitting at a well. He asked the gal for a drink, so he's thirsty. He just got done walking. The Bible says he's weary from his journey, and the disciples are going to find food. So Jesus is at the well. The Bible says he's hungry, he's thirsty, and he's tired. But you know what, guys? That woman shows up, and he ministers to her, and the gospel is brought to the land of Samaria because of Jesus showing up hungry, tired, and thirsty. And here's what I want to tell you. Men show up. We carry our presence, whether we're hungry, whether we're thirsty, whether we're tired. And guys, the time the time that you will make it or break it as a man is between 6 o'clock and 9 o'clock at night when you get home from work. You're hungry, you're tired, you're thirsty, you want a break, but your family needs you more than ever. So we step up from 6 to 9. We carry the mantle of manhood. We carry our presence. So guys, I hope that helps you out a little bit. Carry the cross, carry the mantle of manhood, carry light, carry the cup of blessing, carry your brothers, even though it may be stinky at times, carry your presence. And guys, hey, while you're at it right now, head on over to our website, menonarena.org, grab your free electronic version of our bathroom book for men. You'll love this book, guys. When you do that, we'll sign you up for our forum on our website called Tribes, and we'll sign you up for our weekly equipping blast. It goes to men all over the country. You're going to love this thing, guys. Hey, and uh, did you know that Men in the Arena is a crowdfunded organization that exists because of generous donors like you? And because of you guys, we're able to freely offer our podcast uh, and many, many, many of our resources, all of our electronic uh, resources to military guys who are active, missionaries, and men in underdeveloped nations. So check out how you can support our ministry at meninarena.org. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Carry the burden of manhood. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out and be a man. Equipping men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. 
What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.